Seventeen, seventeen, this is episode worth of laundry that is yet to be folded clean clean clothes yeah that's what that's what i'm doing with my day found my red gloves nice those are hot do they they, do they come all the way up your forearm are they like they they go up they no not all the way just uh, covering the wrist okay like uh that's up the forearm ish like what's that character in roger rabbit that Jessica? The, the redhead chick? Yeah, that reminds me of that. Doesn't she wear gloves yeah. like that? She wears purple gloves like that. Ah, but her hair is red. Yep, there I was go. Jessica Rabbit for Halloween one year. Really? I made the entire outfit. Of course you did. Because, you know, that's how I do. Yeah, so I was just sitting here trying to get my life together. Right on. How was your week? It was weird. Yeah. Some things happened. Good things, yeah. bad things, weird things, um, there were stranger things. things. There were also annoying things. There were great things. There were heartbreaking things. Aww. Okay. I'm so used to getting my heart broken now that I'm just like, oh, cool, another one. Another one. Another one. <laughs> yeah. I'm the DJ Khaled of heartbreak. <laughs> I think that's our title right there. <laughs> yeah, so it's a... I, you know, as you know, as everyone knows who knows me personally for like two minutes or more, I'm a hopeless romantic and I'm always trying to find love. And I, love doesn't always want to find me. So right now I'm dealing with a little teeny tiny heartbreak that I'll get over. Yeah, you always do. Always. Yeah. It's not like, that's the thing. I don't have heartbreaks like I used to where I would like completely disable me and I'd be sad for months that I'm like oh get a bit of week you've gotten good at it yeah because it's so so frequent it's so frequent well to get good at anything you gotta practice so eventually you'll find the perfect love I I truly believe it best girlfriend ever no doubt eventually when I find what I'm looking for how are you doing? How's your week been? Uh, ups and downs, you know, ebbs and flows. A uh, couple good days. Eeps and valleys. Couple bad days. Um, I think I found a therapist that I'm going to start seeing regularly, so that's okay. good news. We're going to meet on Tuesdays, I think, and feeling positive about that. Um, yeah. 
that makes me happy to hear. I finished that piece for my folks <laughs> anniversary today. Well, almost. It's like 95% done. I got to touch it up for the next couple days. It but looks, dude, you did this one quick. It was quick, but I realize why. It's because it's only like all of my whole thing is positive negative and this one is I mean zebras are almost all either black and white so there's not a whole lot of uh, as opposed to the fur and all the different shading that goes in like I'm just drawing it's just like drawing black and white lines pretty much well really only the black ones because the white ones just kind of are the negative but yeah I I thought it was going to take a long time and it was much quicker like probably about half the time more of that they just cut unemployment did you hear yeah, the, the 600, extra 600 expired at the end of this month, right? Yeah. Good looking out, Congress. Really so, appreciate you. I'm like, now I just am going to um, spend my time working more. I don't know. Not I don't enough know to make you feel comfy. People to do. They don't care. That's, that's blatantly clear. Like, I feel like there's going to be some foreclosures coming up soon. Some... Restaurants are going down. They they made all bars close here in Ohio and Kentucky at 10 p.m. because because the problem is people now. drinking between the hours of 10 and 2. That's where all the COVID spreading is happening. You know. Apparently, right. <laughs> COVID's, a, COVID's a late night kind of guy. He likes to stay out and party. You know. Hey, that's why we have so much in common, me and the old co. I think that there are some truths to that. Like people get drunk and they, like I've definitely done things that I regret between those hours but they start spitting when they talk after 10 p.m. yeah you know when you get close talkers and they're all drunk like i could see how that could be a thing but i don't think you got to punish everybody because like there's only six bars in ohio that are not following the protocol and because that they shut them all down to 10 and it's just does that mean okay so are they doing like outside dining and all that there yes yeah most of the restaurants right yep it's all a lot to handle. Yeah, we just got to keep one day at a time in it, you know? That's what I'm trying to do. One day at a time. I can handle one day at a time. Well, you know, I was talking to Renee, and we were talking about, she said Dr. Drew had mentioned um, how you just have to keep going, and, like, you have to have adapted. So you have to make room for all the things that you had in your life before that brought you comfort and not see it all as, like, oh, woe is me. This is so bad. This is happening. It's like... Well, you can still go and, like, do things with your friends. Just find a safe way to do it. Like right. If you, or you can still go enjoy the things you love. Just find a alternate way to do it. Totally. I'm doing that this Friday. I asked my mom. She has a nice little, like, neighborhood community, the one, the same ones that put on the Juneteenth party. Yes. And I'm oh, gonna, my God, the cuties? Yeah, and I'm going to play, I'm going to play, like, a balcony show so, to this Friday. I'm going to... Yeah. Everybody's going to come downstairs and hang out in the courtyard, and I'm going to play from the second floor uh, so I don't spit all over everybody. But I'm excited because it'll be live music for them. It'll be a performance for me, and I just miss that. So I'm excited to – and I also just want to thank them for letting us kind of just jump in, and we're living here for we don't know how long. So it's uh, the least I could do. This is, um, you said you're doing this on Friday? Yeah, Friday at, like, 7-ish. Nice! Yeah. I know, I had a friend come over last night, and we jammed, and it felt so good to just be playing music and not giving a fuck. Yeah. singing. I was a little high. (laughs) I had a little dose. 
Okay. That, that made me feel like a fucking Jedi. Nice. It will be my daily dose. Okay. Because I like to feel like a Jedi every day of my life. Totally. Not just occasionally, so... But, um, I've been eating. Yeah, I've been eating edibles the last couple of days, and it's made really brightened my mood. Good. Um, yeah, it's been. And I sleep like a baby, which is the best. If anybody has trouble sleeping, try taking some edibles and going to bed, because you sleep like I, I fall asleep in the same position I wake up in, and I just feel and a lot so of the rested. Time you'll be asleep before it even kicks in, so like you just can stay asleep. Right. It's perfect for that, and I don't really this. The, the things I've been taking recently have had a really nice uh, effect. It kind of feels like you're on what I imagine being on one of those chopper motorcycle feels like, you know, where your your hands are kind of up and your feet are kind of out and you're just cruising. Yes. Less dangerous, though, because you're not on the road with cars. But I imagine that it feels similar to, to chopper riding, taking these these eddies. But it's, uh, yeah, just kind of an overwhel- overwhelming, not overwhelming, but just an overall sense of just like, all right. Chill. Content, yeah. I'm working on that. I think I need to be more content with everything. I'm, I feel like I'm a bit of a a pleasure junkie, I realize, after some introspection. Yeah, we have to remember that we are not promised joy. We can no. create it. We can always create it, but we're not promised joy. Right, and the constant search for pleasure or like excitement is a losing battle because you're never gonna it's never gonna be enough no it's like being a crackhead yeah you always want that crack and you want to chase that first high but there's no point yeah it's like it's like pleasure crack you're never gonna get your first crack high yes exactly You know, shout out to the crackheads out there. Shout out to my crackheads and my former crackheads. Crackheads, all the crackheads. Anybody who's ever done crack shouts to you. And anybody anybody who likes to look at butt cracks, we're talking to you too. Yes, this is for all the people into crack of any sort. Yeah, so this week has been um, inspirational and exciting, but also I got my heart broken, like I said. It wasn't really broken, it was just I was rejected, which breaks my heart. Rejection sucks. I'm so afraid of it, but... I fucking hate being rejected. Nobody likes it. Very personally. Yeah, I know, I need to be better at it, but I feel like it doesn't happen frequently, so when it does happen, I get really hurt by it like really not like I'm gonna cry but like upset like bothered by it right it emotionally jars you yeah it's like oh oh great another fucking person didn't realize that I'm a unicorn sorry it's only it's gonna take one to recognize one oh my god I know otherwise they're just a regular ass horse and Ah! they can't see your your horn can I tell them that next time a guy treats me like shit. I'm like, you're just a regular-ass horse. Yeah. Maybe a zebra would understand that you're a unicorn. They're pretty unique. Or would. A zebra would because a zebra is also my colors. Yes. And they're the referee of horses, so. <laughs> the referee of horses. I like that. Sorry, I'm tying this. Not tying. Attaching this bendy tripod. So that when I hang my Bon Jovi shirt so I can still talk. I miss my bendy tripod so much. It's in my stuff with my movers, and who knows when we're going to get that stuff. Where 
is all y'all's shit? It's still in L.A., actually. It's being stored. Um, we have five days to tell them where we're going to where we want it to go or we're going to have to store it there for another month, which is fine. It's not that expensive, but better than having it here and no place to put it, you know? Right. Uh, but th- I missed some of my stuff. Like there's a bunch of my clothes and my bendy tripod and yeah, of course. I have I some- miss- Dude, I miss my shit. That's in Nashville. But now since the world is crazy, I'll probably never see you again. I'm only four hours away from Nashville. I can go down and get your shit. It's a lot of shit. It's me we're talking about. All right. Well, the offer, is, the offer stands. Well, thank you. Dude, I, I miss those Nashville or Cincinnati drives I would take every so often. It's a quick little four-hour jaunt. I love road trips. I love driving alone to do some of my best thinking. The most freedom. I'm not much of a phone conversationalist when I'm driving either, so I like to... Just spend the time thinking. I don't mind a phone conversation if it's a long drive. Like, driving cross-country, I got on the phone a couple times because it's like, oh, man, I got two more hours, and then you hop on the phone with somebody, and then 90 minutes pass, and it didn't feel like you're driving for that amount of time, which I like. But I love podcasts for that reason, too. I'll throw a podcast on for an hour or two, and then all of a sudden I'm I'm there. I'm into audiobooks while driving. Yes. I need to do it. I need to listen to more of those. I've done that in the past and before I got into podcasts, and I really enjoy it. Oh, my gosh. I'm always... Right now, I'm listening to Malcolm X speeches. Um, I have a Charles Bukowski, and I have a uh, couple Stephen Kings and Bruce Springsteen's autobiography. Cool. Which I'm taking... It's taken me a while to get through that one because everything crazy has started happening, and I kind of, like, stopped listening to my book. I heard this crazy story today about how uh, when Cassius Clay won his first uh, heavyweight title, he was such an underdog that nobody expected him to win. So there was no like there was no like victory parade set up, and so he just hung out in this seedy motel with his friends, and his friends just happened to be Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's cool. Can you imagine? And there's a new movie coming out that is all about just that night. Um, what? Yeah, Leslie Odom Jr. is in it, and that's how I heard about it on a po- podcast he was on. And it just what? sounds really interesting. Is Leslie Odom, who's he playing? He plays Sam Cooke. So cool! And I guess, I guess he sings a bunch of the classic songs and stuff, and it, I guess they just finished filming it, like, recently. Dude, one thing I was thinking of, I was talking to a friend about the other day was, like, I like the show Stranger Things, mm-hmm. and... I'm sad because, like, seeing every the new episodes, those kids grow up so fast, but they haven't been able to film. So they're going to be even older in their new their new series. They'll have to be like a time lapse or something. Right, they'll have to be because you know how quickly middle schoolers change. Yep, it's that puberty to some of a bitch. That puberty is a true son of a bitch. <laughs> caused all kinds of issues in my life. I've never been the same since. I really have not. I really <laughs> would like a break. Just keep growing hair everywhere but my head and every <laughs> hair everywhere. Get these. Hair everywhere. Angst for days. Unavoidable and unignorable uh, masturbatory urges. It's crazy. I, I know. The urges are the worst part. Nocturnal emissions. Still. Still. <laughs> Still. Uh, I never had being, one of those. Being single is like being going to puberty. Right? 
I was talking about hopefully finding a partner to ride out the lockdown together. And I was like, I have to be a very special person. I have a crush on somebody who's a singer, a famous singer. Okay. Let's just say I'm manifesting. Okay. Are you gonna, do you want to mention this person's name or are you, you going to keep are it? Are you going to bleep it out? We can, or you can just tell me later. You can bleep it out. Okay. His name is Okay. Have you heard of him? No. He's really big in the black music community. Okay. He's fucking amazing. Awesome. And the universe told me to choose him, so. Get it. I saw him once at Swingers. He was on a date and I was on a date. Is this before Swingers closed? <laughs> yes. Obviously. That would be weird if I saw him <laughs> after Swingers was still open. Hey, I don't know where you have access I mean, to. Swingers is closed, but... He and I are there. That would be even more kindred. But he's just like, the thing, he, I love the things he says and how he feels about like dark skinned women. And he's just this positive person. And it's nice to, nice to hear. Totally. So. I'll have to check his I'm music out. Have, yes, please. Oh my God. I'm, I'm putting that into the universe right now. I love it. This whole week. And it, there's a lot of connections. Like we have, like a couple of degrees of separation. Perfect. A couple, like a couple different degrees of separation, where we're one degree away. That's the best. Yeah. That's how you know you're getting closer. I feel like. So well, yesterday I was on Instagram and I'm looking at his story, and he shares a story of this girl dancing, who is like my little sister in Nashville. Oh no way. And I was like, what? And I messaged her. She's like, oh, yeah, he shared my story a few times. I love him so much. I was like, girl, this is too close for comfort. It keeps getting close. So are you going to start making dance videos now? or? You know, as much as it would be a fun time for me, I'm not really much of a dance video type. That's fine. Me either. You know, like I can do a couple of, I just don't really feel comfortable and I don't have, like, an ass to shake, so I don't really feel like wasting somebody's time shaking my lower back. Well, I hate to break it to you, but there's more to dancing than just shaking your ass. Uh, yeah, but, like, well, I can do dance videos, but it's it's also, I don't know, whenever I see them, like, sometimes when I see a dance video, I look at it, I'm like, gee, there's, like, no production involved, and it's so, like, silly. I just could see the person, especially when someone's like looking in the camera, or not looking in the camera, but looking at themselves. That's all TikTok is, right? Oh God, TikTok on the verge of being banned. Or bought out by Microsoft. Did you hear about that? Oh. They're either going to ban it, or Microsoft's going to come in and buy it. Maybe. Who knows? Who cares? I'm like, I'm good. I still got my Instagram, so. Good old Instagram. TikTok fan, anyway. Not a huge social media fan these days at all. Social media. Oh, yes. Lick our wounds from the social media. Oh my god, so good. That's what it is. Freaking killing me softly. I didn't even mean to do that just now. I didn't even mean to do that just now.
They fucking it's over on them streaming platforms. Bandcamp bando, forever encouraged to trap on. Keep your head down, spirits up. Only mirror those with the pinnacle. Feel like a villain, I feel alone. Family losing faith in me. Voice vibrate through the house while I'm rapping my heart out. Me and my brother fall out like every other day. I try to give him game. I put it in this just in case I leave today. He'll see it tomorrow if he don't see it today. For you to see me tomorrow, I gotta be it today. That's real, that's ill, that's all of the above. I pray to all of the above me. Like, G, please shine your light on me. From dollar menus to venues, bruh, could I vent to you? Different girlfriend every night that I'm red tubing. Damn if I trust any of these hoes that fled to me. Guard my heart, if you once betrayed me, you dead to me. I'm me, fuck everything Simon said to me. Failure's what I dread, like my head. I'm scared when I get tired. That means when I'm sleeping, someone else is inspired. Red eye like the train line, say I. If you're the only one with your vision, your eyes. A thousand times a day, I say I trust myself now. Cause I used to die, cause I used to can. I know how. They told me that I was gold, I'd be like, why you lie? I was destined to be nothing from the very start. That was a mindset passed down since age five. I'm 25 now. Oh, you love me now. It's about time. Look, I'm the first in my family to make my dreams come true. Speaking it into existence, man, they already do. Somewhere on they path, they settle for a nine to five. Fuck that, this bad bitch called life gon' give my nine to five. Jet life, dream feel, only places I wanna sign. Jamla, two day, music saves lives. Soon and very soon, it'll all be fine. One song at a time, my mind applied, my grind applied. I blink my eye and eye, and walking on the sky. Trying to claim a cloud, trying to grab a star. I can rap on this forever, but I gotta stop. But just know that I'll never stop. But just know that I'll never stop. <laughs> But just know that I hurt. <laughs> just know that I'll never stop. Just know that I. Back against the wall and sacrifices Same room daily, sacrifices I don't go outside of sacrifices Totally. So I went on like an unfollow spree. The number one reason I unfollow people is when they have like a million stories. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to see your 75 different clips of whatever it is, like your food or 
Yeah, it's just like, I don't want to have to, and then I have to go and click all the way through it to get the next one. Right, you have to really commit. It's bad. I don't even, I'm, I'm thinking about just getting off of it in general all the way. I, I don't really post anymore already. There should be a social media etiquette. There should be an etiquette for everything, but there ain't. Well, this is a fact. So, um, how's Liv doing? She's doing good. She's transitioning well. Yay! That's good. We've only been here for three weeks, but it feels like we've been here for like a month and a half, so I'm just trying to, uh... Right, because you've been gone for like... You've been gone much longer. Well, we've been gone a month. Um, a month and a week, basically. I, I know. Trust me. I had a nice little catch-up with Devmo yesterday, which was awesome to hear, to check in with her, and I'm reaching out to old friends that I had here that I haven't seen in a long time, and... Pick up where we left off and see where those seats have grown. Yeah. You know? but yeah, I've been wishing I could go to Nashville for a little while, but I don't want to risk having to do a quarantine, like, if I fly. That's why we drove. I was like, I don't want to mess with that. Although I have known multiple people that have flown. I go away somewhere. And they've been okay. Once we get our house, you should come, and that way if you have to quarantine, you can just hang out with me for a couple weeks. I'm down for that. Perfect. And we can go to the Rock yeah. and Roll Hall of Fame or something. Yes. While it's still open, I need to just get you know, like get away. I'm like really getting a lot of cabin fever. Yep. Just being in the city, not because like I leave the house. I have plenty of things I can do, but it's the whole like in LA constantly. It's also dangerous to stay in LA for too long. Yeah. Got to take breaks for it to be good. I have the the mental capacity. I went to Baker School last week to see my brother. That's Which cool. Good. My, yeah, my brothers both are moving to Bakersfield. Well, my little brother lives there already. My older brother just moved from um, Washington. So. The state or I'll the state or the capital? The state. Got it. Yeah, he's um he's just over it, so he's come down here. Was he in Seattle? Uh, he was outside of Seattle, Lacey. Yeah, it's crazy up there. Like, yeah, Lacey's just outside of Seattle. It's probably like 40 minutes, 30 minutes. But it's more of a like small town type of place where after a while he just got sick of it. It would be nice for us all to be close to each other, especially right now. And that means I get to see my nieces and nephews. Or, sorry, my nieces. He's got two daughters and I'll get to see them because they'll... Um, come and spend time with us down here that's fantastic that's what I'm loving about yeah. being home is like I just pop over to my dad's house or I'll go spend time yeah. with his mom and it's just so nice not to have to not having to feel like missing people is a regular thing you know yeah I feel you I like I haven't gotten to see my sisters my sister's got a little baby so you know I've been very cautious and I haven't been sick yet Sick at all. Sorry, you're breaking up a little bit. I'm trying to see if it's me or you. Hold on. How's that? I think that's better. Yeah. Cool. What you been working on? Are you been working on little doo wop? Are you doing any painting or? He's getting a look. Yeah. Oh, actually, she got something that is going to be modified. Oh shit! It's a Barbie beetle. Yeah. It's a convertible. You're going to paint it white and put your signs on the side of it. I'm going to paint it. Um, yeah, I'm going to definitely customize it. Um. I haven't been as inspired to create new things, so I haven't forced it, but yeah. um, this week, I need to force it. Sometimes I it just takes a little bit of that been, effort, and then you're like, oh, it's like riding a bike. Right. Like, I've been allowing myself to just 
feel when I feel it. I'm not going to force the inspiration because you can't really. You're not going to get, like, good work done if you don't feel it. Or for me, yeah, I'm not going to get work, good work done if I'm not actually feeling it. Totally. My hair is growing back already on the side. I saw that. You have to go get it touched up. Crazy. I know. Well, hey, times are hard. I might have to go visit my barber. There you go. Get my hair touched up and get my butt touched up. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. That's a single person joke. I could shave something. I could shave designs in my butt if I wanted. It's hairy enough. See? I had a I had an odd experience when I was like in high school. I didn't realize that I had a hairy butt until I somebody like took a picture and I mooned the camera. And I was like, "Oh my god, whose butt is that?" And my friend was like, "Dude, that's your butt." And I was like, "Oh shit. I got a hairy I got a hairy ass. I didn't even know." There we are. It, Something you carry around. It goes all the way up to like my lower like my lower back. It's like a, we call it Luke calls it my sad patch. Instead of like a happy trail, because it's just like a tuft of hair on my lips. It's, it's very odd. The lower back patch. Yep, the sad patch. The, the older I get, the more hair I grow on every part of my body except for my head. So, I got that. I got that going for me, which is nice. You rock the bald head so well. Well, I don't rock it at all. I wear. I cover it up with a hat. But in my defense, I was wearing a hat before I went bald, so it's more or less a uh, continuation I of a prior trend. Even imagine you. I couldn't imagine you with hair or no hat. I've had people I'd take my hat off and people have been like, oh my God, you're bald. I didn't even know because I always have a hat on. And uh, this, the same thing happened with that, actually. I saw a picture of myself and I was super thinning and I was like, oh my God, I look terrible. So then I, I realized I had a choice to make. I could either Larry David it or I could Bruce Willis it. Or, and, and I was like, well, it's, a, it's, an, it's an easy choice. I'm going gonna, gonna to go with Bruce. <laughs> or Michael Jordan or any an, any badass bald dude. You're too young for bald on the top, hairy on the sides. I don't think anybody is old enough for that ever. It's not a good look. People just accept <laughs> it for some reason. Or maybe... The, yeah, not for me. Yeah, it's not good. Lou keeps trying to... She wants me to grow it out so I can be Mr. Burns for Halloween from The Simpsons. And I told oh her God. I told her it's a no-go. Because that would take me like three months. I'd have to grow it out for three months and look like a monk. And I'm just not... I'm just not, not going to do it. Hey, you might be a monk before you know it. <laughs> I might have to go live in the Himalayas for years at a time and practice my breathing. You never know. So I have a, I have ideas to go to Thailand if shit gets really crazy. Okay, I'm open to that. Like just expatting in Thailand and just fucking living it up. I've got some friends there that are like an expat community. That's what I was looking the into in, in Costa Rica. Out of our, yeah, getting out of our country would be the only challenge. Well, right now, as it stands, that will change. I'm looking at like a two to three year kind of deal, like where have have a baby in another country so that they have dual citizenship so they can have options, you know? Yeah. I want to... I, I'm looking at it at the, any minute shit gets weird. <laughs> Weirder. Hey, so what do you know about the explosion in Beirut yesterday? I saw, I, I learned about it from you sending me that DM, um, and I tried to find some inf- some info, but yeah, I don't know. Like, do they know Apparently, what caused it? It looked like this factory, a facility. It looked like the chemicals in the facility. It was ammonium nitrate, um, right? Which will explode. So they think it was an accident. They don't think it was like an attack, or it wasn't like a. No, they think it was an accident. Okay, good. 
Because I was like, oh shit, is this going to be what like well, starts I World War Three? Like, no. It looked like an attack when I first saw it, and then I like read about it, and I was like, okay, good, because like seeing an attack like that really makes me nervous. Seeing an accident like that really hurts my feelings, but it doesn't scare me, you know. Right, that's what I was hoping for too. I was like, I really hope this was. The motherfuckers are gonna start doing shit like that. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, is this the first shot? Like, it was. Is this the thing that's gonna? You know, there's always a crazy series of events that leads to. I mean, look. One declaration. There's always a bunch of like Franz Ferdinand, like the killing of him spurred World War One. Like, I was like, I hope that that's not this. This is the August episode of 2020. (laughs) I feel like it's all a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. It's its own Black Mirror series. It's one of those play, uh, what is it, uh, interactive play, like, <laughs> choose your own adventure. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I choose shrooms and weed and alcohol in L.A. for now. <laughs> I, I heard that there is a, uh, a bill and a serious effort to decriminalize cannabis on the federal level. You would think this would have happened years ago. Yeah, but I, if it happens now, that would be... I don't care when it happens. If it happens, it, that's a good thing. Well, yeah. And these men and women who have been locked up deserve to be fucking exonerated. Absolutely. And, I mean, just think about it. Like, the state of Illinois made $61 million in last quarter from their first... Or their second quarter of, of recreational sale. That's $61 million they didn't have before. Like, that's a lot of money. And if every state is doing that... That's and, a lot of money. Like, think about the jobs that that's going to create. Think about the medicinal help that's going to... That's going to... Like, we have a huge medical problem here, and we and we have uh, a lack of crops that we're exporting. Like, this thing... Cannabis could solve a lot of those problems, and we're going to innovate off of that because that's what we do best is innovate and show the world, hey, this is something we can that we can do, that you could do too. And I just think that it's way overdue, and that's one of the most hopeful things I've heard in a long time. And I was like, that would be awesome. This would be the perfect right. time to do that. My one, my one concern is that, like, the powers that be that run all the pharmaceutical companies will have the control to stop um, this progressing. I mean, that's what's been happening. They've slowed it down, like, for years. It should have This should have been happening in the 90s, honestly. People are using marijuana to to substitute pharmaceutical drugs, and the industry is not that keen to it unless they can get a piece of the pie. I'm super cautious about certain weeds because I don't want something that's, like, sponsored by any of these fucking evil corporations that make pills and drugs to commit and cause people to commit suicide. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. The opiate crisis has gotten so out of hand. Most people, if you're if you're not already aware, then you've had a personal experience with it. Like, there's... It, it's, it's unsustainable, like, a, like most of corporate capitalism. But eventually, something's well, got to op- give. And they'll be able to get in on it, too. Crazy over, opiates are crazy in the Midwest. Yeah. When I was in Cincinnati, I saw... When, that was the first place I ever saw... Uh, stop opiates billboards. Really? Yeah, I was like, because, like, you know, in LA, like, in California, we didn't have, like, Oxycontin as an issue. And, because we always had weed. Right, I mean, so, we, like, weed's been available there since 97. in high school. Right, people that did drugs in high school, it was weed. And, you know, my former partner, his high school, people that did drugs was, like, heroin, was, like, 
the drug. And I'm like, that's insane to even imagine. And like some of those people are still doing it to this day just to like function. Yeah, I learned it from the little white song. Did you ever hear that? It's like, uh, it basically just like rattles off all the opioids. It's like Oxycontin, Xanax bars, Percocets, and Laurel tabs. Value morphine patches, ecstasy, and it's all up for grab. What you want, what you need. Hit me up, I got you, man. And like, I was just listening to the song. I was like, what does all this stuff mean? And then I was like, oh shit, these are like hardcore prescription drugs. And they're just singing about them, like promoting the shit. I mean, it was it was real, is what they were going through, but it was just like this. It's the same, like, that song by Future, that huge banger, take your mask off. Oh, right. Percocet, Molly Percocet, trust a check, never trust a bitch, or whatever. Future's the worst ever, man. One of my least favorite rappers of all time. The worst. <laughs> he's not a good rapper, he doesn't seem to be a good person. It seems like he's on lean all the time. Seems like he's an asshole and horrible to women. Totally, that too. Panda, 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 panda. Yeah. Woo! It's like, that's not a song. You can't just say panda, panda a bunch is, of times in a row. <laughs> panda, panda is designer. Oh, okay. That's a, the rapper designer. Are they, are you, have they ever seen him in the same room? Future and designer? Uh, well, I don't think anyone sees designer anymore. I'm not, con- I'm, I'm not convinced they're not the same guy. I'm just kidding. Panda. I have respect for anybody that can make a career out of out of their music. I, I'm not to get it twisted, but I'm not a, I'm not a fan. Yeah, you can have respect not to be a fan. Yeah, just like you can have friends with different political views, and you can still be friends. It's okay. Right, and then you can say ha ha in their face sometimes <laughs> when their president does dumb shit. You know. Uh, I was talking to my mom about this today. It's like it's so crazy how politics have just become sports. Like. Trump wasn't even a Republican before this, and then now everybody's pretending like he's. It's just so silly. Like, we're if if it's sports, then it's an intramural because we're all on the same team. We all have to live here. We all have. Well, we don't have to, but right. we all live here, and it's not it's not our team or their team. Like, there there has to be that has to change. It's it's become so. Well, it's all us versus them, even though it's just, it should just be us. It's us. That's what the U.S., it's U.S., us, yes, exactly. I can't wait for November to be over. Say hi to Pac. Hi, Pocky baby. They're great. I'm madly in love with my little kid boy. See, you already have your two partners for COVID. It's your your dicky cats instead of pussy cats because they're boys. Yeah, yeah. My little dicky cats. He's just a gentle angel. It's the best. You still have their, they still have their claws? Oh, yeah. I'm not an evil bitch. Nice. They still have their claws, and they're not vegan. Wait, your cats are going to be like vegan? I'm having their claws. No, people ask Good. me if they're vegan. I'm like, who would? I'm not a fucking psycho. <laughs> like, they're cats. They need to eat. And, like, the claws, the thing with the claws is, like, it's so evil to take their claws. They, like, get comfort out of scratching. Right. That's like someone taking a human's voice. Like, oh, it bothers me. Yeah, cut your tongue out. Let me take your voice over. Yeah, cat got your tongue. <laughs> nice. See, that was full circle. I teed that one up for you. You did. I'm super grateful. Like, T-ball? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank 
It could yeah. be it could be a golf tee too. You could tee up a golf ball either way. But oh yeah. I was refer- I was referencing tee ball in in that previous statement. I've yet to golf in my life. What? Oh, you should come. You should come play with me. It's so fun. I am terrible. I drive a golf cart around drinking. Well, that's the thing. It's not really about the golf. It's about getting fucked up with your friends in nature. <laughs> And the whole course is art. The whole course is landscaped art. It's not good for the environment, but it is beautiful, and that's why I love it. It's it's an excuse to go get fucked up with your friends outside in nature and to whack a ball around. But I stopped caring and stopped trying to be good like four years ago, and ever since then it's just been such a delight. I'm going to go play with my dad later this week. I'm always down to whack a ball around. You got it. I just got to whack, whack it. Get my fucking anger out. Dude, I unwrapped my locks. Oh, look how long. I know, they're fucking crazy. But, I mean, when was the last time, how long have you been growing them? Like six years? These two, I've had for three years. Oh, okay. It'll be three years in um, November, because I got them right before I went to Thailand. They were this big when I started. That's awesome. And now they're insane. But so I, I even at that time, I was going to lock my whole head, and I was like, no. And now I'm like, bitch, you should have locked your whole head. You could start start doing it now, right? Yeah, I could, I could always start. I mean, the top is its own locks, but I like having, like, six different hairstyles going on. Well, then you got options, you know? You can... Yeah, exactly. Wear exactly. it up, wear I it down. I want to look like I'm on a... I just want to look like my futuristic self for this futuristic year. I must say, I'm a big fan of your lock hawk, which I don't know if that's an appropriate term, but... Yes, lockcock is totally appropriate. That's what it looks like to me. Thank you. I feel like it's what it's what your unicorn would have too. It's kind of like a like a lockcock. Like like we'll meet and then I'll be like, oh my god, you got the whole because I would be able to see that they've spent the whole life doing what I've spent doing, not brushing their hair. Yeah. Well, I meant like if if I were to draw you as a unicorn, I would draw you with a lock mane. I guess is what I was thinking. But your yes. your zebra unicorn mate will also have a lockcock. Yes. Um, I always say when talking about, like, how people say don't get on your high horse. I'm like, don't get on your high-heeled unicorn. <laughs> clip-clop, clip-clop. Get off your high pommel horse for my male gymnasts right. out there. Uh, I'm bummed that the Olympics didn't happen this year. How do you feel about the Olympics? Um, since 96, I haven't really been, like... <laughs> gung-ho about him. 96 was my favorite year, and that was my favorite Olympics. And ATL, baby. Yes. Yes. I don't really... I'm not a follower of it. I really just like the gymnastics, and, um... I mean, I like the Olympics, but it's not enough to, like, make it a part of my life. Well, it only happens every two years, and the, the summer is what you're talking about only happens every four. I'm not a fan of the Winter Olympics. If I'm gonna watch any Olympics, it's gonna be a summer i love them both not a big winter sports fan i love olympics because it feels like the one time when the whole world kind of just can peacefully partakes in something you know and it's kind of like about it's about the sport and there's like a, a moment of 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 peace where we all come together and watch these different sports that we wouldn't normally watch like i watch water polo I love the swimming. I swam competitively most of my high school oh, years. Oh, I do like to watch the swimming as well. Yeah, the basketball is the, exciting because like, we dominate. The 500-meter gap. What is this? Yeah. Uh, there's 500 meters. There's uh, The relays are really exciting for me. Um, I loved being in a relay. It's like the only time swimming is a team sport. 
and that's super exciting. Um, I also really like volleyball, like the men's and women's volleyball. Um, I really like the energy that the Olympics bring to like the culture. That's one thing that sucks. Like, but it's I'm glad they're not going to try to do it the way that NFL, I'm sorry, NBA and MLB is trying to like pull off this whole no fan thing. It was smart like, that they just canceled the NBA it. NBA has virtual fans. No, what, how are they doing that? They're doing like a like a hologram projection of fans in their seats. It's just too much. That's cool. The MLB is doing cardboard cutouts, and it's the goofiest thing I've ever seen. It's really, it's really, none of it is exciting to me. I was listening to the Dodger game yesterday on the radio with my homies, and like, you know, when they score, you just hear all these cheers, or whenever they make a play, and I'm just like, hmm, it's interesting. I can just imagine a guy at a keyboard with all the sounds synced up, right? Yeah, with like a talk box, like a drum pad, and like... Yeah. I'm like, oh god. Right. No. And it's funny, like this season is gonna be based on who gets all who which players all get COVID. Well that's the crazy thing is that they've had to cancel a bunch of games, like the Cardinals have only played or the Marlins have only played three games and everybody else has played eleven. Because Florida, obviously, but um, the Reds' first baseman <laughs> and our leader Joey Votto said he was going to buy a hun- hundred of the cardboard cutouts of his own face. <laughs> what? Because not only are they putting cardboard cutouts in the stands, they're charging people for them seventy-five dollars. Yeah, to get one fifty for Dodgers. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. People don't do that. Don't waste your money. Just watch the like, game. What? I've watched yeah, every game. I'm already used to it. I kind of like that there's no fans, actually. It, it's, it puts honestly, more focus on the game. Those cardboard cutouts look weird as hell. They're terrible. People are putting their dogs on there. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. It's so goofy. So me and the homies have this idea of um, all of us contributing and getting our clowned selves at the Dodger game. <laughs> getting clowned cardboard cutouts. Like, we you mean dressing clowns. up in like clown makeup and then submitting that? Yeah. <laughs> Just take a picture of your booty holes and send those in. Right. Just a I'm bunch. like, they didn't specify. Have you ever seen that, that image of Taylor Swift where somebody edited it, photoshopped it to where it's just buttholes for eyes and, and nose, like nostril <laughs> holes? It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Because you look close and you're like, what is that? Like, oh, my God, it's a bunch of little puckered anuses instead of her eyeballs. It's great. That, and then you have to wonder whose anus it is. Right. That's why the internet is undefeated. <laughs> undefeated. The internet literally wins every day. Oh. It is a, it is beating us at everything. I, I saw some... So do you know who Steve Bartman is? He's a infamous Cubs fan from before they won the World Series in 2016. They, no, uh, tell me. So there was this... Curse of the Billy Goat, and the Cubs haven't won for they hadn't won for almost a hundred years. And in two thousand two, they were the Billy Goat, like the, an actual Billy Goat. Yeah, like a goat came on the field one time, and then they lost, and they didn't win again. And so there was all this folklore about around it. And uh, in two thousand two, the the Cubs were one out away from going to the World Series, and there was a foul ball, and this fan named Steve Bartman, like any other fan would do, when the ball comes up to you, stand up and try to catch it. And he interfered with the play, and they dropped the ball, and they went on to lose. 
And so he, this guy got death threats. He had to be like escorted from the, from the stadium. And, uh, I think they might've even removed the seat that he was in down the, down the left field line. And I saw somebody's meme. It was a cardboard cutout of Steve Bartman. And the caption was dislike the Cubs. So I bought this to sit down the left field line all season. And <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. Cause that's Did a, really that, buy it? yeah, but it's something that if that's something you do, if you hate the Cubs, like that's so hilarious and spiteful and, it was just like dislike the Cubs, so I did this, and it just it just made me laugh. Dude, I like that. I like when people are petty. Yeah, and it's just creative and funny, and they've won. They've won, the curse is broken. They've won the World Series, so it's all good now. But it's uh. Right, that was a really big year for that. That's what I love about baseball. It's, it's so indicative of life. It's all about well, little great, things. There's a lot of superstition wrapped up in baseball. It, it is a kid's sport, you know, like. Stephen Thale was the Billy Goat. <laughs> but what about the team? Was it San Francisco or the Padres who, like, did all this fraud last year? Oh, no, that was the Astros. They went to the World Series for two years in a row, and then turns out their coach, Alex Cora, who was with the Red Sox the year before that, who won the World Series, were stealing signs. So they had a camera where that was recording, and so they knew what pitches right. to come. And that's that's straight up cheating that's worse than steroids they won a world series and they went to right. another one and so there's this huge controversy and yada yada but did they get stripped of their title i don't know i th- think i think they should um they should that's cheating 100 what's really shitty is that in the 80s or in the late 90s when everybody was taking steroids all those all those great players who totally deserve to be in the hall of fame just like lance Armstrong, like everybody was doing steroids in that field you do anything you can to get an advantage it's a professional competition Right. And so I think that... But you can you can totally rip off and... Like, they stole the World Series. Yeah, they stole the whole season. They were doing it all season. They have some fines, and I, I don't know what the... What the, what the hell is a fine going to do to a multi-billion dollar corporation? Nothing. Nothing. They don't give a damn about some fines. They should be disqualified for a season. Yeah, I agree. Maybe and they should have their title stripped and be humiliated on the field in their underwear. Yeah, they should have to wear their old uniforms from the '80s, which were very ugly. If you look up uh, '80s Astros uniforms, they they're fire all... the commissioner, the fucking owner, everyone, because you know it wasn't just some a few people involved. This right. is like known through the entire team. Yep. Fucking out here stealing games. I'm with you. Can't we just have anything nice? Of course not. We gotta be we gotta be treated like children. If one person messes it up, it ruins it for everybody. That's the only way. That's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, it really is. Not. Just like being seeing the world as it is, kind of like it's still life is still normal when I'm inside. And then when I go outside, I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, it's, like, really weird. Everyone's in a mask. There's children walking around with masks on. There's grandmas on. You don't see old people anymore. Like, all of that stuff is, like, a little alarming to the system. I totally agree. But we're doing it! The thing that I'm certain of is that pandemics don't last forever. and. We just, it's going to be like flying after 9-11. It's not going to be the same, but we're going to adapt and there's going to be some things that change forever for the better and some things that we'll miss that we had. And overall, I think that it's, it's been a wake up call and I think that it will be, 
it will go down in history as the time when we all had an opportunity to, to reflect on our trajectory and the way we were going in this country, and hopefully it'll be a little bit of a course correction. And the way we were, like, in the world, the way we associate ourselves like we're better than, but now we're all on the same. Yep. Actually, they're doing better than us. So I would say that America's going to have to sit its ass, sit its ass down. Right, be humble. Sit down. Sit down. Bitch. Sit down. I love Be that song. <laughs> sit down. So I want to just make a request, a recommendation to anyone that's listening, just based on like what I've been doing and how I feel like it could be helpful. Is I've made a security bag that's got an atlas, walkie-talkies. It's got a solar radio. It also has a, an entire like kit that will have like a fire starter, heated. Heated blanket. There's like 40 things in there. You got a? Um, you got water or like a purification straw? Because that's key. I have purification tablets. Perfect. So that um, they can they will purify my water. Um, you know things that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna need that. Like this this stainless steel tool. Oh, I have one. I used to have one of those in my in my wallet. They're good to have, right? Yep. It's called or a pocket. Like, it was called a pocket monkey. <laughs> pocket monkey. A compass. It's got a fishing wire, but I'm vegan. A survival whistle. Um, there's a rope. There's like a tactical pen that I can break windows and also write with if need be. There's utensils. There's an American flag patch. So if I'm anywhere, say some, I'm somewhere like I have to pass out. I don't know. Need people to be able to tell who I was. Got my my huge you know, multi-tool. Awesome. Here. But I just think it's smart and a first aid and I have like a, a roadside first aid so it has all the things I would need if I was in trouble in my car. Um, I'm not, I'm just not trying to get caught slipping. Right. I'm really not. I'm really not a fan of like not being prepared for things that you should be prepared for. Well, that's one of the most unsettling feelings is not being prepared at any stage. I learned that from performance. It's like if you're not prepared for a performance, it's the worst feeling. And it shows. Yeah. And that translates to all other parts of life, I think. Everyone should probably just be a little prepared. Like I was telling a friend of mine, it's like I'm not being crazy. I'm just being prepared because, you know, I wasn't that prepared when COVID hit. And I'm not going to be cut off guard like that anymore. We did the same thing when we camped. I had a I had a first aid kit, flashlights, lighters, electrical lighter, uh, my yeah. a cooking pan, my knives, uh, some yeah, canned food, get, water, all that stuff. I have to get the cooking pan situation. Look, this is my utensil. Nice. Just buy a just get a small cast iron. That's what I had. They're like ten bucks. Yeah, I had once upon a time one of those little stoves. A second pocket knife. Nice. They're a useful tool and a weapon. A useful tool and a weapon. I also I also brought a sock lock with me. A what? A, a sock lock. Yeah, a combination lock inside of a sock inside of a tube sock to whip around and fuck people up with if as another yeah. as another weapon. It would hurt. In the temple it could kill you, I think. So these are my aquabats. They are or aqua aqua tabs, aquabats. There's a hundred to purify water. Nice. Wasn't the Aquabats Travis Barker's first band? 
a different. What, I thought they were like a uh, Adult Swim band. I don't know. I don't know if it's tra- is it Travis Barker? It could be shit. That guy's in, he's involved in like a million music projects. We should start doing a fact check. Yeah, I'm down. I like fact checking. It's not offensive if it's you know tactical. We talk a bunch of shit on here. We should we should fact check it sometimes maybe. Yeah, we could do an episode of fact-checking all the shit we've talked. <laughs> Maybe we get an intern and have him sift through all of our... I bet you anything, though, knowing the way that we both you and I are confident in what we say, I think we'd be pretty accurate. I don't know. I don't... I say I say all sorts of shit. I try not to say things I don't truly believe in, though. I'll be like... Or, else, or I will preface it with... It may be, or it could be. Yeah. To my best knowledge, that kind of shit. Dude, 16-mile walkie-talkies. Oh, dang. Yeah. This is legit. Yeah. So, folks, if you don't already have one, get yourself a survival bag like Doo-Wop. Be like Doo-Wop and get a survival bag. Yeah, be like me and survive everything. (laughs) (laughs) You're a survivor. You're going to make it. Dream, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so I have to try to live. That's that's me right now. Doop is going through and un- unpackaging all of her things, so we're sorry for the the background yeah. noise, folks. But well, that's actually my cat playing with plastic. Oh, okay. Give me that. <laughs> and I don't know where Yay is. He's hiding. He's always hiding in the same chair. There he is. Hi, bud. I can tell. It's his namesake. Yeah, he's a big fan. Big fan. Big fan. That's why I always always get James Taylor stuck in my head. It's one of those things. Yeah, it's a see, blessing and a curse. A blessing and a curse. But what a what a blessing that is. Absolutely. Oh shit! It's almost four forty. I have to go. Oh. I'm sorry. Game time. Uh, no, I gotta I gotta do a couple things here and uh, made some previous commitments that I have to fulfill so uh, I'm sorry to cut it so short but let's are you down to talk tomorrow again tomorrow or yeah, Friday I'm off tomorrow so you can call me any time of the day I'm available till the evening tomorrow okay maybe we do like a happy hour hang and get a little cra- get a little crazy let's get wild say some drunk shit, shit. okay well, well we'll figure it out um okay. I love you I miss well, seeing you in person up. don't hang up yet I want to tell you something before we hang up okay that's fine but we're gonna do that we're gonna record the outro right now Okay. Um, Appreciate you guys listening to us. Remember, stay safe and get your shit together. At Diana yeah. Duwop, at I am Taylor Alexander, at Antiques Made Daily, um, AntiquesMadeDaily.com. We love you. We'll have another episode. Yay. Another Bye. episode next week. Bye, y'all.
right, so um, a couple corrections. Uh, the Billy Goat curse did get caused by a Billy Goat being on Wrigley Field, but it was a promotion for the Billy Goat Tavern, um, not just some random goat, but that is where the curse began. Um, Travis Barker was in the Aquabats. However, he was not an original member. He was a part of the band during their height of commercial success in 97, 98, before joining my favorite band as a teen, Blink-182. That's it. We appreciate you listening, and um, I'm going to send you off with a second song uh, by my friend Riel Peters. The first one was called 25, and this one is Talking Heads. Love you. Bye. You know, cautionary tales, like, you know, whenever I'm really, really, really off, I just listen to my grandfather tell me a story.